The College of Charleston School of Business is recognized among the top 30 colleges for studying business abroad by the Business Research Guide. With nine undergraduate majors, 10 minors, and six concentration areas, an honors program in business, and master's programs in business and accountancy, the College of Charleston School of Business has more than 3,000 students enrolled. Their students are ready to work, and they're ready to make an impact. For more info, visit sb.cfc.edu. Opinions voiced in this program are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, consult with your attorney, accountant, and financial advisor or tax advisor prior to investing. Securities are offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA, SIPC. Good morning, and welcome to Beyond the Business, brought to you by the College of Charleston School of Business. The College of Charleston School of Business, where students are beyond ready to work, they're ready to make an impact. Each Saturday morning at 9, successful business leaders and entrepreneurs from across the low country talk about what it takes to succeed in business and in life. Now your hosts of Beyond the Business, Eric Cox and Leslie Haywood. And great Saturday morning, low country. Welcome to another edition of Beyond the Business, heard here on 94.3 WSC and presented by the College of Charleston School of Business, where students are beyond ready to work. They are ready to make an impact. Happy Saturday morning to you. I'm Eric Cox here with our co-host. Leslie Haywood, thank you so much, Low Country, for sharing your Saturday morning with us once again. And make sure and continue all the fun beyond Saturday mornings and find us on our Facebook page, Beyond the Business, and at Twitter, BTBCHS. And I got to tell you, Leslie, I am blown away because it's hard to believe that January is over. No way. We were just talking about Thanksgiving a few weeks ago. We were, yes. And then Christmas. Yes. And then New Year. New Year. And here we are. One month down in the year of 2020. I know that's crazy. crazy, isn't it? I know, I know. I'm excited. Are we? Are we doing the basketballs right now? We're in the middle of the basketballs. Is that what's right happening? Now? It's uh, full, this, full fledged. So we got the foosball. February out of is a the way. big month, and then March Madness is right around. I love this oh, time. Wait, Charleston, so- everything going on in Charleston with the wildlife festival. Oh, wildlife. Wine and Food Fest coming up, and I mean, it is. Oh my God, this is the best time of the year in Charleston to me. You're Just right. Again. Unless you have allergies, that's probably a challenge. But other than that, <laughs> it it's the best time did. of the year in Charleston. So we're excited to be back for another edition of Beyond the Business. And again, um, in case you have missed one of our shows, shame on you. But don't fret. You can simply go to our website at coastalwm.com. Click on that radio icon and you can listen to not only last week's show, but all of our shows from the past five years. But we're excited now to get back in the studio with Katarina Fjording from Volvo Cars. Welcome back, Kat. Thank you for being here this morning. Thank you for having me <laughs> back. We didn't scare you away. That's awesome. So I'm so excited yeah. to have you here. I don't Usually scare Leslie, that uh, but Leslie's pretty tough. She has some tough stuff. So, right. Yes. Um, we're glad you made it back, and we're excited to hear certainly the second part of your story. Uh, but before you, we do, if you don't mind, we're gonna talk about you for a minute like you're not here is that okay <laughs> that's okay great so leslie uh what a great story last week about her upbringing yes. talk a little bit about it, maybe a, a nugget that you took away from last week's well, show i just found it really interesting how how determined and how much drive that she has and i can't help but think that it goes back to childhood everything kind of goes back to your upbringing and how she had to um kind of be on her own and forge her own path at such a young age and i can't help but think that that should shapes all of us the environment that we grow up in in those early years because she's obviously a a powerhouse of a woman now and had to take care of business from a very young age 
And we might even underestimate, right? Sometimes right. when we look back that that's been such a powerful element of who we've become today. It is. Um, and I also love the fact that she talks so much about adaptive leadership yep. and, and adopting that style. And so, again, if you're in a management role, a leadership role in your organization, I would highly suggest going back to that show, CoastalWM.com. Yep. And click on that radio icon and listen to Katarina's show from last week. So uh, with that, we're going to turn uh, certainly the page to a new week and the rest <laughs> of the story. And as we left off uh, last week, Katarina, we were just talking about the fact that um, you all had made that decision to bring the plant, Volvo plant, here to Charleston, which we were very appreciative of, and that you were able to come and head that venture. And so um, if you don't mind, just sort of recap. Um, that decision to come to Charleston and what that meant for you and why you were so excited to take that role. Um, we need we needed to do something uh, for our dealers and for our customers in the U.S. to show them that we're serious about this market. It used to be our largest market. So we got the decision that we were allowed to build a plant here, which has been a dialogue for the past over, over 30 years with Envolvo to have a plant in the U.S. So that was great. And we came here with a little team. Of, there was eight of us, and we were doing everything from buying paper clips to negotiating million-dollar <laughs> deals. <laughs> so, Got to do it all. Right? Yeah, we. One of uh, one of my team members said we're pipe cleaners, and it was it was like that. We paved a lot of way, um, and then we grew the, grew the team and we grew the business. So it was everything from construction up to a complete plant, um, including you know, making a mark in the community. And who were some of those people that were instrumental in making that happen? You mentioned that Nikki Haley was wonderful and at that time. Absolutely. I mean, Bobby Hitt, Secretary of Commerce, has been a great uh, staunch supporter and great support. Uh, We always had a great dialogue, um, touching base and having... uh, Having his support is good to have an ear to the political side and also what's going on to a large extent in the greater community. We also created a community advisory group, which is a cross-section of various businesses, mainly in the Berkeley and Dorchester County that are closest to the plant, so that we can continuously communicate with um, the areas that are around us so they understand what's going to happen and that we know how the community feels about us coming there. I don't know of anybody that maybe though hit the ground running harder than you did and getting out in the community and getting plugged in and you are so connected and, and, and committed to the community. Uh, what was that like? Cause, uh, if I remember from last week, you were in Shanghai before you came to Charleston, probably a little difference in culture and city size. And so for you, what was that like to come to a small southern city that was you know, <laughs> just right? completely a dichotomy from where you were coming from? Yeah, it's a little bit different. One of our plants in northern China, when I landed, everyone knows um, the pol- politics there is very different. They know when you land and you get a message saying you're having dinner with the mayor this evening. And then they read a manifest in Chinese and uh, you do some toasting. And it's it is very little actual talk about business. Here, it's people are very, very social and they really want to understand. And they're actually, when they ask things, they really mean it. But we did not come here with loads of money to to give away. Um, so we had to do a lot of legwork to compensate for that. And that's part of that hit the ground running, as you said. So a lot of networking and there's a lot of um, people in the business community and in the charity community that has helped me in 
and introduce me to other people that are important as well. So there's a whole tribe of very powerful women, for instance, which I'm in awe of, who, um, who've been very staunch supporters and uh, that I'm very grateful to. And do you want to talk a little bit about who those women are and some of those organizations? Um, sure. We have Louise Welch-Williams, who's the um, head of the Red Cross. We have Anita Zucker, uh, head of Intertech. Um, we have Lou Hammond, Lou Hammond Advertising. Uh, we have Dr. Thornley of Trident Tech, Barbara Melvin, um, Port Authority, and Julie Medjic of Hainsworth Sinclair Boyd. So these are some ladies that I spend time with, and they are real powerhouses. And then, of course, there's a lot of other business leaders. Dr. Cole, MUSC, uh, Jim Newsom, the port. It's, the list goes on and on, and someone's going to get sad because they weren't many. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a, I know, it's a big list It is you. a big, I know. Jim, Jim Clemens, Clemson University, Go Tigers. Go Tigers, Go Tigers. yes. Well, and speaking of big lists, I mean, to, to, to the point of getting connected and being involved in the community, I mean, you are very involved. You're um, on the board, advisory board at Clemson University. Mm-hmm. You certainly are on the board uh, at the School of Business with myself over at the College of Charleston. You're also very involved uh, in philanthropy here. You're on the board of what the american red cross cradle to career the gibson museum i mean you are very involved in the community and so i think that's a testament what you're talking about when you hit the ground running running you get out there um, i also know you as you mentioned last week you're an avid lover of the outdoors charleston obviously uh geographically presents a lot of opportunity um I th- from some of our previous conversations i think you found also kind of a love and a passion for the, the, the coast and what we offer. Talk a little bit about what that has meant to you. Yeah, for me, ocean is everything. I, I literally grew up with, you know, that skin between my toes that, <laughs> that frogs have. I, I'm happiest on the water or by the water. And um, for me, it was very important that we had a use location of the plant that is close to water, not just from a logistic standpoint with an efficient port, but actually... You know, I couldn't wait to be close to the ocean again. So I do a lot of sail racing, and it's a great sail racing community here. Um, so I was very happy to be involved in that. And we have the transit coming up uh, at the same time as the Spoleto, which is very cool. It's uh, it's going from France to uh, Charleston and normally goes to New York, etc. And we managed to get them here, so that's pretty cool. And you don't just race, by the way. That's an understatement. You are into it hardcore you're involved in races i mean you are full throttle in the sailing community yes not just locally i think uh internationally probably right no not internationally <laughs> okay, <laughs> <sure>. <laughs> the, the cool the cool the coolest thing i can uh, that i can sport is from when i lived in the midwest maybe second in the national or something more to more to the grace of my my co uh, co-sailors than myself probably but I love it. So the passion is there. Absolutely. The passion is there. That's awesome. So what actually, what was the tipping point as far as where you chose Charleston over Savannah? Was there one thing that got, that really put you over the edge to come here? I think Savannah is, is a great, was a great choice as well. Uh, and there are a lot of similarities. Uh, I just think the the people and, and the way the team here was rallied uh, made the final difference that's nice that's yes. nice to hear so i'm gonna i'm gonna throw a hard question at you if that's okay so <laughs> oh, you know no. to, to manage and run um a project the size and scope of what you have and bring in a plant like this to to um 
Charleston. Um, I'm sure there's been amazing things that have gone on. It's gone perfectly, exactly as planned. Yeah. And I'm sure there's a few things that maybe didn't go exactly as planned. Can you think of a moment or a time or a story in this whole process of you, you know, being a part of Volvo coming to Charleston where um, it just didn't turn maybe the way you wanted or something that happened along the way that was the speed bump, and but out of that maybe some wisdom came? Um, I can tell you, but then I have to kid you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to say that you can tell us on air. Right? I mean, yeah. it's just, I think, you know, when you're a new engineer and, and you're, you're in industrial operations, you're actually in the business of problems because what you do is you solve problems every day. So I don't always look at it like big hurdles typically. And I actually have to say, I know it sounds like I'm I'm just saying this, but it's, it really did go much better than I expected. It's such a huge undertaking. I mean, $1.2 billion project, uh, Greenfield from scratch. I think everyone did a fantastic job. Yes, there were some smaller hurdles, etc. I think the thing that was what we expected at least was perhaps that we wanted to really give uh, those who are the closest in the community around the plant jobs. And once we started hiring or do pre-hiring uh, testing, we, we saw that we did not get enough of them. So that's when we started to develop together with Trident Tech and together with the state and the county, develop uh, ManuFirst, which is a, you know, a crash course in manufacturing, uh, which is supposed to mimic one year of manufacturing experience and has now been also rolled out into the schools. So that in combination with work is uh, sets people up for a great opportunity of being obtaining jobs with us. And that, that has really helped. So it's something we're really proud of. But we have a fantastic team at the plants. The We had engagement score over 90%, including hourly workers, which is exceptional. So what a great team. It's nothing that makes me happy to walk the floor of the plant and do high five and, and you know, <laughs> the little metal sign <laughs> the guys there. they're just amazing energy and it's so fun now when we have plant tours especially with our dealers how they come back afterwards and say i'm so amazed with the you know the sentiment and and the camaraderie and the com- feel of community at the plant how awesome by the way uh you're listening to katarina fjordin from volvo cars telling their story here on beyond the business which is brought to you by the college of charleston School of Business. And uh, what's fascinating to me is that I don't know if you know this about the South by now, but a lot of times it can be a good old boys network and the fact that you are not only a woman, but you are not a Southern woman. Was there, you seem to not have had any trouble breaking through that. Did you encounter any of that attitude? And if so, how did you overcome that? (laughs) I uh, I think the people here are a little British. And the British no- nobility, they and I always like to have someone that's a little quirky at their parties. And I guess that's what I am, the little quiet rebel. And I think <laughs> I think they think I'm funny, you know, entertaining. And, and that sort of helps. But, you know, I'm sure I got a few bless you. <laughs> <laughs> or bless your hearts. <laughs> yeah. and someone told me, you know what that means in the side. I know exactly what it means in the side. <laughs> So, Katarina, we're going to play a Monday morning quarterback for a minute. Um, if you kind of said, here you are today, this, you know, again, amazingly successful human being who's so involved in the community. And um, what would you do in terms of looking back at that 21, 22-year-old self 
uh, if you had the opportunity to kind of give advice to yourself at that time, what message would you send yourself knowing what you know today about your life and your, your progress through the corporate world? About the corporate world. Or life in general, just sort of what, through your experiences, um, what would you tell your 21-year-old self again? Go to more heavy metal concerts. <laughs> yeah. Um, I would probably say it's you, you're going to go through some, some tough times, but you're going to come out with your feet, um, you know, feet on the ground and the other end. And I would also maybe, you know, tell myself to be a little bit more... Um, conscious about um maybe you should think about this forming family thing more deliberately because it's a non non decision that's happened which which you can question was it right or not i don't know so that's probably what i would say okay now we have coming up an event coming up right that's correct should we talk about we've been talking about nikki haley a couple times last week and this week um, you're part, again, of the College of Charleston Board of Governors, and you guys have formed uh, an event that's coming up, a Women's Summit. Let's talk a little bit about that. Yes, uh, it's made possible by Joanna Lau, who's my new partner in crime. We're like Chip and Dale or something, <laughs> like two little ferrets showing up there. Um, it, is a, it is an initiative to, um, to inspire um, young women to go into business and um, show that, you know, people can have success and and do well in business with various ver- very various backgrounds and also um, it can happen through very different uh, channels it's not just you know this is the only path getting there and that there will be some um bumps along the road and this is some of the discussions around how you take care of that and so the summit itself uh it gives a little um understanding of how it's laid out and i believe it's coming up on what february 27th so we're not that far away actually that's coming up in a couple of days it's it's a it's a day it's a full day conference uh with some workshops some panels and some uh some speakers and uh we we will have some uh business mingle as well and there's also a uh which is call it a market for some of the sponsors where you can interface with them and then we will give away a woman of courage award and it's hard not to choose um, former governor and former ambassador uh, Nikki Haley to give that award to here. Um, so that really sets the tone. That will be exciting. So this, again, is going to be on February 27th. I said a couple of days. It's actually about a month away. So for more information on that Women for Women Summit over at the College of Charleston, simply go to www.4w.cfc.edu. Get more information. Again, February 27th. What a great event that's going to be. And uh, certainly don't want to miss it. And I believe they're down to a few tickets left. I know. It will sell so. out. If you it want will that, sell out. I would get on that website today. Now, as far as in the in the interest, in the business world, what areas um, do you see a lot of women getting into here in Charleston? What are some of the... Yeah. I actually... Right now, I think it's so positive. They're in all areas, and that's the good. It used to be much more channeled to yes. to areas that are maybe less heavy on technique. Right now, we see women in all areas, which I think it's great. Uh, there are obviously, when it comes to education, there's a lot of areas that are just growing in the business, and it's like logistics. Logistics is becoming so more and more, more and more complex with global um, global shipping, etc. So that is a great career path. Mm-hmm. That will definitely give you jobs. And 
And we always short on maintenance technicians everywhere in the industry, not just automotive industry. And those are um, very clean and, and uh, great jobs. Um, you know, you work a lot on computers, mm-hmm. actually, in, in preventive maintenance. Right. So, Katarina, um, again, you know, thinking about your life and all the things you've accomplished, let's look, look forward a little bit and talk about legacy. For you, um, you know, people to look back down the road and, and talk about what Katarina Fjording meant to the world, meant to business. Um, what kind of legacy would you like to leave uh, and, and have people kind of mention and speak about? Oh, that's very pompous uh, thing to think about. <laughs> I think now when I'm heading up the Volvo Car University here, which we're establishing and we're going live next week, actually have our first training. So we're going to train over a thousand people here. Um, that's a lot of hotel nights as well. It's a wow. lot of business coming to the area. Um, I think it would be nice if people remember me as someone who get things done, uh, who is quite no nonsense, who really believe in giving back to the community, um, believe in education, um, believe in the power of people on all levels, and um, care for the environment. And what is your goal for Volvo University? Uh, we're going to educate mainly our commercial retail partners, but our goal is that we will um, be on the train of the experience economy. Going forward, we don't compete as much on product as we do on experience, and we want to provide a pristine customer experience uh, to all our consumers everywhere, to the end customers and, and the middle customers as well. We have um, Volvo Hendricks here in town. Mm-hmm. He's doing a great job. Uh, but we need to take all our dealers to the top levels of customer experience and also our own people um, that we understand what does it take to, to be, give the ultimate customer experience. Wonderful. That's exciting. I couldn't think of a better person to lead that charge. Either. I know. That's so uh, we're almost out of time. Do we have uh, time for the lightning round? We do. This is one of the most fun parts of the show. Again, beyond the business, people you know, stories you don't. And so uh, my esteemed colleague over here, Leslie's going <laughs> to ask a few questions quick, just quick to get little, to know a little bit about other parts of your life other than just question, the business world. Little question. So what's the best book you ever read? Oh, that is tough. Or maybe even just a book that you would recommend for folks that are in business that is influential and instrumental in helping them be successful. I I like Percy Barnevik, who was the head of SSRB. So Mm -hmm. it it might be tough because he's Swedish, but um, (laughs) I know I don't remember what it's called, but uh, I'm sure we can look it up. I know I've given that request before, a recommendation before. And who's the author again? Percy Barnevik. It's very to to the point simple because it doesn't have to be that complicated i don't read a lot of how-to books right i read a lot of uh, historical biographies i think know your history and it will make you more confident in who you are today well i like that who's the most influential person in your life uh my grandmother your grandmother and um let's see the thing you are most proud of i'm very proud of you know being independent and having done well and made my family proud. And um, I'm also proud of everything I ever achieved everywhere together with the teams I work with. 
And what is the last, what is the on your bucket list, the thing you want to do, ah, the big thing? My bucket list has been very carefully crafted. And yes. I actually filled the top positions. I've been to Antarctica. I've been to the, you know, close to the North Pole. I've been on a super carrier at sea in the Atlantic 24 hours during flight training night and day. Those were the top three wow. on my bucket list, and they are check, check, check. <laughs> so do you have a new one that <laughs> well, you know, have? What's the next? next one has also been there on a long time. I want to go on board a Trident and a, and the Akula, which is Typhoon, mm-hmm. so ballistic submarines. <gasps> I'm working on that Trident now when I'm back in the States. Wow. Um, other things, you know, hunting in Alaska, um, I haven't done. I would like to do. I have been to safari in Africa. Uh, what I would like to do is more aggressively go down and with sharks, you know, swim. Cage with dive, yeah. No, with... without cage. Oh my oh, okay. god! I've done the cage. Okay. I've done the cage thing. I want to do it without. <laughs> Don't think everybody's ever accused you of being boring or in your box, right? <laughs> I'm the only one who would suggest going on a honeymoon trip on an icebreaker through the Barents Sea, probably. But think how cozy that would yeah, be. Yeah, you know. Right? I, I, I should have tried that. You know? um, so in the last few minutes we have, as we're winding down, Katarina, uh, maybe give your, your thoughts on you know this community. Obviously, we've come a long way in Charleston. Certainly Volvo and, and Boeing and all these other great companies have helped us. What do you see as the future of Charleston in the next five, ten years? Ooh, I was getting trouble when I make statements. <laughs> I think this It's just us three. Don't worry about I it. I think the community has so many things going for them. There's so many leaders in the community who's who's willing to drive and help and give back. Uh, I think we need to work on infrastructure. I know there's mm-hmm. a lot of work going on on that. I do think, um, uh, you know, uh, we we should use our waterfront even more. I know we have a very efficient port and there's a lot of things being done to deepen the harbor, which is great. But there's also other areas that is not in the immediately har- immediate harbor where we could just um, do more with the water. And I think um, as we are a water place with um, both fresh water and, and ocean, we need to really care for the environment. Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of these plastic, single-use plastic bands, etc., uh, that has come up, is, they are it's great. very positive, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think there's going to be shift of generation here. There's a lot of the old gill has been, you know, preserving a lot of things. Uh, I think we need to figure out how do some of those who gone to study elsewhere and form family elsewhere, but came from Charleston, uh, want to come back and help carry that torch. So there is there is a transition now. And um, well said. Well said. Well, again, Katarina Fjording from Volvo Cars, thank you so much for, first of all, telling your story, mm-hmm. but also just thank you for everything that you do in this community. Um, you're an amazing person. We're glad to have you a part of Charleston for sure, and we look forward to exciting things coming down the pike with you and Volvo. Thank you. All right. And make sure and follow us on Facebook. Go to our Facebook page at Beyond the Business and on Twitter. And thanks again for listening to another edition of Beyond the Business presented by the College of Charleston School of Business here on 94.3 WSC. And until next Saturday morning, Low Country, have a blessed week. Thank you for listening to Beyond the Business, brought to you by the College of Charleston School of Business. The College of Charleston School of Business, where students are beyond ready to work. They're ready to make an impact. Tune in next Saturday morning at 9 for Beyond the Business, hosted by Eric Cox and Leslie Haywood, and heard exclusively on News Radio 943 WSC.
The College of Charleston School of Business is recognized among the top 30 colleges for studying business abroad by the Business Research Guide. With nine undergraduate majors, 10 minors, and six concentration areas, an honors program in business, and master's programs in business and accountancy, the College of Charleston School of Business has more than 3,000 students enrolled. Their students are ready to work, and they're ready to make an impact. For more info, visit sb.cfc.edu.